Well, howdy, folks. Well, are you saying you don't remember your favorite head of amusement park security, Tostito? I wouldn't blame you if you did. I like living my life now under the public eye. That life is far behind me. But back in my younger days, I was a force to be reckoned with. And I traveled the lands with my posse of regulators bringing law to lawless lands. Maybe you'd like to hear a little more about that. Well, pull up a seat, grab some chow, and settle in. This story, like most Western stories, begins on a locomotive. Tostitos Regulators. Renowned amongst the lands for your efficiency and overall effectiveness at unearthing misconduct, malfeasance, and corruption, and ultimately snuffing it out. Some may question your methods, suggesting your approach be just as brutal as those you're sworn to eradicate, but your results? Unquestionable. Two sides of the same bloody coin. You picked up on some whispers of unusual activity in a fallen from Grace City in the southwest region of Faerun. Burrowed deep in the giant's plains, a vast sea of prairie and grassland, sits the town of Iron Sights. Luckily, there is still an old railway that runs straight to it. You all find yourselves in a passenger car on the Iron Horse Express, heading towards your final destination. Christy, would yes. you mind introducing your character? Of course. Um, so I will be playing uh, Daisy Deadeye Dunn, and she is a wood elf uh, gunslinger. And she, am I describing like what she looks like? Or yeah. we, I mean, I guess you don't have to, okay. I guess. If you just want it to be. <laughs> no, a, I want to keep it a mystery. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so she's a wood elf. So she's got the little pointy ears. Um, she is dressed in typical gunslinger wear, very uh, kind of masculine in her garb. Um, she's got her little chaps on. She's got cowboy boots, a dark black hat, and she has a long, thick red braid with like short kind of blunt bangs, but you can't really see it under her hat. Um, she has like a very smoky eye kind of blending over her face and uh, she's smoking a cigar. Okay. That's what she's up to. All right, Brian. Uh, my character is Jasper Ash. Okay. A human monk. Uh, he is, you know, about six feet tall. Um, he's he's kind of built uh, pretty well. Um, he's got just sort of like normal sort of cowboy get up. He's got a hat on. He's got sort of long-ish hair. Um, and he's got a goatee. He's, his skin is very, uh, like, sunbeat. You know, he's just got that you know, like he's been in the sun way too long, and he's always just a little dewy, um, <laughs> just because he he has a little bit of a of a drinking problem. So he's always kind of got that like flop sweat going on. Okay. Um, and and he is currently uh, asleep. Asleep. He's currently asleep with his hat kind of hat drawn over his eyes, or at least he looks like he's asleep anyway. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Ben. Before you sits a... Sorry? 
before you sit. Before you. He's he's okay. he's DMing. Oh, before you. He's <laughs> DMing his okay. character he here. He didn't really so add the comma in there. Yeah, your character isn't <laughs> you <know>? called you. <laughs> well, he could my, be. my character's called me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Before you sits a burly, rippling half-orc who has just a slight, you know, because, you know, orcs can have different skin tones, just a slight green tint to his skin. Um, he is uh, shirtless, uh, wearing uh, tight black pants and what appears to be uh, whatever the equivalent are to combat boots for uh, this this setting. A chunky boot? Okay. He has oh, damn arrows it. on his back. <laughs> I think Matt figured it out. Oh, <laughs> sure I got did. It. And he's holding I've a got knife. It, I've got it. He's holding a knife, and just this just huge knife, like, like a serrated know, edge, a Bowie knife, maybe like a, like a Bowie knife. Okay, it's almost like there's an actual name for it now, oh, yeah, based yeah. solely off of this character. Interesting. And he's and he's and he's sharpening it, and he just says, "Let's give them a war they wouldn't believe." <laughs> And in, in, introducing is John Rambork. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, did I mention? Oh, he has a left broken tusk. Uh, that should be mentioned. That his okay. left tusk is a little broken, so it, it affects his speech just a little bit. Really? But it's never held him back. Of course. In fact, it's been a, kind of a defining character for yeah, him. Absolutely. <laughs> Rambork. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and also <laughs> sitting <laughs> sitting in front of all of you is. Tostito, obviously coming along on the, on the trip with you to to lead his members to victory and to put another notch in the belt of cleaning up another town. Um, are you guys, I know that you said, Jasper, you were sleeping. Are, are you guys having any sort of conversations? Are you just sort of getting your, your mind right, preparing for the fight? Because Tostito is almost in a meditative state, just very focused on his on his mission ahead of him. I think I'm aware of what's, I, I kind of have that, you know, I just drank too much and I'm just trying to sleep, but the room's kind of spinny. So I'm just kind of like have my hat down and I'm trying to like get some shut eye before we get there, kind of sleep it off type okay. of thing. But I, I think I can still, you know, This is almost like the blind on. monk thing where it's like he's unaware, but aware at the same time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, he's always paying attention a little so bit. So does that impede your stats at all? Like, is that going to be something? You know what? I didn't actually get that far. I think I think I, I think I want it to be. I have to maintain, like he's a functional drunk. Okay. Like I need to maintain a certain amount of it to like be. Okay, so it's quite the opposite. Okay, steady. gotcha. Okay, yeah. he doesn't drink. He, he needs to make a constitution save. Yeah. Gotcha. Right. Okay. Because yeah. normally being that, drunk gives you the poison condition that gives you disadvantage right. on stuff. But from an alcoholic standpoint, if you stop drinking, that's when the shakes start, right? So yeah. yeah so in this case, it's more like from from the from the alcoholic standpoint. Yeah. If you stop drinking, you develop the poison yeah, you condition. Get, you get, you get really the shakes. Yeah, yeah, you get <laughs> right. the DTs and stuff. So it's like, no, as long as I have a blood alcohol level of 0.4, I'm fine. Right. Okay, right. I just want to know how to mechanically. Yeah, I, I didn't actually think about that. No problem. Yeah, That's yeah what it seems like that. that makes sense. Okay, perfect. Uh, is So you're all just kind of doing your own thing then? Um, I think if if Tostito is kind of checked out, I'm not going to bug him at all, at all, but I'm kind of just, you know, smoking my cigar. I'm kind of looking out, just kind of trying to get in my head about my plans of what I what I think we're gonna we're gonna do when we get there. I would okay. have asked all the like important questions before he went to go meditate. Yeah, and, so. and you know that that again, it's you don't know too many details. Okay. Um, because things of this nature are ambiguous by nature. But you do know that your job is whenever you hear of 
uprisings of criminal activity in areas you are to go and put a stop to it. Okay. Then I'm kind of just feeling upbeat about it. Like I'm, I'm on a great mission. I'm excited to go get to the bad guys and, and do okay. some good stuff. All right. I, uh, uh, John Rambork, as he's sharpening his knife, um, does say to, uh, to Daisy, he goes, you should put that out. I didn't make it live this long just to killed by that poison. Well, you ain't got to breathe it. Just go over there. I've told you this a million times. I like to just have a cigar before we go on a mission. You know that. Yeah, I know that. He just goes back to sharpening his knife menacingly. <laughs> okay. Daisy, you said you were looking out the wind. Is that, are you sitting next to a window? Um, I think she would be kind of out. So you know how like the, the train cars usually have like that little like railing between cars mm-hmm. where you can kind of sit and chill or whatever with a cigar. That's where I would be. It's just like kind of out there. Okay. Unless, so you're not even in the train car. Unless we're in a train. Well, where where you put us, I guess. In the train car. Okay. We're all in our own little train car, right? <laughs> then I'm looking out the window, then. Okay. Whatever it is. Yeah, you have the window down. You're smoking out the uh, Yeah, window. I'm just trying to be a little polite. I'm not trying well, to, like, smoke everyone out. Don't have to back well, then. Well, I know. you know, yeah, right. that wasn't a polite thing. Polite was just not murdering my, someone on the spot. <laughs> to my own. That's sure. all. Sure. Okay. Yes. Well, then, um, I want all of you to roll a perception check. Ooh. Daisy, since you are looking out the window, you can have advantage on that. Okay. Oh. Perception, you said? Perception, I said. Um, I got a 19 plus six. Oh, wow. Okay. That was with advantage? Did you roll twice? Oh, I didn't even roll twice. Roll again. Would you look okay. at Yeah, it's advantage. Might as well go for the 20. That was a 12. I mean, big shock. Okay. She is looking out the window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do have eyes. I mean, John Rambork got the same score. He got an 18 plus seven. Oh, wow. So not wow. even looking out the window, just sharpening his knife. He's like... I'm yes. a little offended that he, <laughs> he has expertise in perception. Okay. And I mean, this is kind of fitting because I'm he sort of like rogue. half asleep. I, roll, I rolled 16. Uh, 16. Yeah. Okay. Um, I had a feeling we were all going to make hyper aware, dexterous characters. Well, for a gunslinger, I had to. I, I know. But well, that's like, how you survived in the Wild West. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you better be able to dodge something. That, that's why. Hypervigilance yeah. at yes. all times. Yeah. Jasper, as you are lying there, you can hear what you think is the faint sound of. Uh, hooves being pounded next to the train. Okay. Doesn't really get your attention too much because you are in in, in the plains. So hearing horse running next to trains or just around the area isn't really too alarming to you. Okay. John, you hear multiple horses and they sound like they are getting closer to the train and then further away. Daisy, because you're looking out the window with your high perception roll, you can see three horses veer off from the side of the train mm-hmm. with no rider on them. Mm, okay. And again, because of both of your two high rolls, you hear what sounds to be like a hissing. I'm going to flick my cigar out the window and I'm going to look over at John like, boys, we got trouble. And as soon as she says that, I'm going to just shoot up really hard, just like, you know, kind of stumble around going, uh, uh, where? What? what? Sorry, I dozed off there for a second. As, as uh, John uh, Rambork, Rambork, <laughs> that's going to get kind of hard to say, stands up and sheathes his, uh, believe it or not, they're called Rambo knives. Yeah, they actually gave him that name. Uh, he just goes, uh, back of the train on top. 
Well, let's go. Come on. Well, I mean, just give me... Just give me a... A sudden explosion rips a hole in the side of the train. As your blurred vision sharpens and the ringing in your ears subsides, you see three masked gunmen clad in brown leather armor, covered in dust. The one on the left, shorter than the other two, waves his piece around wildly amongst the crowd. The bandit on the right is rifling through passengers' purses and wallets, pocketing any item they deem valuable enough to stash. And the one in the middle has Tostito pinned against him, facing out towards you with a pistol against his temple. All right, now everyone just take it easy. No one wants to get hurt around here, am I right? Well, look what we have here. Tostito's famous regulators. <laughs> Seem to have you at a bit of a disadvantage. Well, that's just how things work around these parts. You never know what's just gonna pop up. <laughs> now, if you ever want to see your esteemed sheriff alive again, I suggest you just turn yourself around, get off at the next station, hop on the next train, go your merry way. If you don't, well, let's just say the health of your friend here could be in a bit of jeopardy. I'm sure you'll make the right decision. You peacekeepers always do. Ladies and gentlemen, I apologize for the inconvenience, and I hope the rest of your travels are smooth as silk. You all don't listen to them. No matter what happens to me, you do and these should be done. <clears throat> all right, that's enough out of you. Come on, boys. Let's get out of here. Yeah, yeah, let's, Don't have to tell me twice, boss. Adios, friends. Just then, another bandit on horseback pulls up alongside the train with three other horses in tow. They lower Tostito's unconscious body down, then hop on their own saddles and ride hard in the opposite direction of the train's heading. It seems the rumors of the uptick in gang activity were true and possibly even underrated. Your path is clear. Clean up the villainy plaguing the area and somehow rescue your crew's fearless leader. This is New Crits on the Block, Tall Tales. As you disembark from the train and step onto the platform, the withered, warped wood creaks beneath your boots. The chimney of the steam-powered train lets out its final gasps of exertion, exhausted from its long journey, sending billows of smoke that dissipate into the clear blue country sky. The air feels scorched when it enters your lungs, and even the slight breeze that sweeps across the plains feels arid and thirsty. And you can smell, almost taste, an underlying hint of manure with every breath. Ahead of you lies a town of iron sights. Once a thriving frontier settlement, the drying up of the ore mine years ago left the town starved for commerce. 
The mine is still active, but the laborers are worked to the bone just to harvest a sliver of the once abundant mineral. Life in iron sights is hard. A muddy, well-trodden thoroughfare splits the town in twain, and the denizens of the city meander to and fro, the businesses still open along the streets. Their eyes seem void of life, seemingly only accomplishing one task to move on to the next. No spark, no joy, only survival. So wait, I'm sorry. <clears throat> I'm sorry, we don't... Weren't we just on the train? Yeah. You well, don't get to do anything. But I wanted to get out. I was going to I was gonna climb out and like watch him leave or track him or shoot an arrow at him or... No, he is literally railroading us to the next town. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yes. Very good. <laughs> Joke number one, check. Yes. <laughs> Is that uh, inspiration? No, it's not inspiration. <laughs> oh, yeah, what's, what's inspiration considered in uh, Western? I mean, it could still be inspiration, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah, why wouldn't it be? I just feel like there would be something else that's like whiskey points or something. Whiskey, <laughs> whiskey points. points. <laughs> well, no, that's, uh, <laughs> that's a location we're going to go to later on. Yeah, yeah, whiskey whiskey, point. point. oh, whiskey okay. points, yeah. Okay, so the, the main things in this town were the dried up iron mine. Yeah. And then like otherwise... It's a Western town. There's it's a, a saloon town. and a blacksmith. And Correct. Shit. Okay. The notable places of business, you're going to find a saloon. You're going to find a hotel. You're going to find a general store. There's a gigantic barn that's set a little bit on the outskirts of town. And just houses that seem to be some of them are, are half completed. Some of them are standing. Some of them seem like they're dilapidated derelict. So it's, it's, it's your, it's your classic. <laughs> What's going on over there? Classic. Dude, you're shaking the whole table. I'm sorry. He said something. <laughs> it's your classic Western settlement town. Okay. Well, where y'all want to start? Well, I mean, shouldn't we get Tostito's stuff? I mean, what stuff? He doesn't have any stuff. Well, did you check? No. Well, I'm we, going to go check. I'm going okay, back on the you, train. He's going to go carry his bags. I'm not interested in that. Where do you want to go? I want to find out whoever took our paycheck. Yeah, let's uh, let's go to the saloon. Let's check out what's going on over there. Okay, I'm back. See, didn't take that long. Okay, do you have anything? Yeah. What do you got? His bag. Okay, you going to carry that around? Well, I mean, for now, I, mean, I, we're, I assume we're going to get a room. That is not his bag. Oh. Uh, That's okay, her bag right over there. She's screaming. Oh, real loud oh I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. Oh, okay. sorry. How dare you? I, I, I'm sorry. They all look the same. I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, have a good day, miss. I'm sorry. Hmm. Well, I'll never. Well, <laughs> <laughs> There's the first one. <laughs> well, now you have. <laughs> <laughs> all right. If you're done stealing people's bags, I can didn't. we please just get to the saloon? I'm sorry, I'm not ready to forget my friend. Excuse me. We're going to go find him. That's what we're here to do, right? There's whiskey at the saloon. There I, is whiskey. Uh, speak my language now. <laughs> okay. Well, let's let's go before we lose him. Uh, oh, hello. H hello. Uh, yeah. Are you talking to us? Uh, hello, friends. For, do, you know him? do you know him? You see a halfling man. Dapperly dressed in a very fitting suit, top hat, cane in hand, looking magnificent. Welcome, welcome to the town of Iron Sights. I'm the mayor. 
Yes, I am the mayor of this beautiful town, William E. Grandiose. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Uh, what brings you to town? What does the E stand for? <laughs> Extremely. You're a halfling and your name is Extremely Grandiose. That's correct. That's cute. That's cute, right? I think it's cute. I don't know. Uh, can I say I think it's cute? It is. Yeah, you oh, can. Oh, wonderful. Uh, we're here. Uh, we're the regulators for Tostito. I think you may have heard of us. Oh, yes, of course. The regulators. Yes. Well, what brings you into these John, parts? John Rambork just has his knife out and he's just sharpening it as he talks to him. <laughs> just always sharpening uh, the knife. There's Pretty no, much. No need to brandish your weapons here, friend. Please. Don't, away. don't mind him. He's just keeping it sharp. We're, we're here to help. Uh, you want to point us in the direction of uh, the saloon? Uh, of, of course I can. Yes. The, the, it's right over that way. It's the first building you get to, but again, there's no need to brandish weapons here. Actually, we have a law against that sort of thing. Excuse me? Yes. Well, you can't just wave your weapons around willy nilly in this wonderful town in any town, really. You don't have open carry out here? Carry is one thing. Having it brandished is a, it's another thing. Okay. Well, put your, put your knife down. Uh, maybe we could have a little, a little meet and greet with you and, and kind of talk about some of these rules that we need to know about for the town. It, it'll help us, uh, get to the bottom of things. Well, normal rules apply like any town. You can't just have your weapons out and don't cause trouble. Oh, uh, we're not here to cause trouble. We're here to fix trouble. What? We, There's no trouble here. Well, look, oh. that's not what we've heard. Okay. <sighs> Did you hear what happened to the train on our way in? Oh, yes. What a terrible accident I heard it was. A few, a few, He's a, standing next to the gigantic fucking hole blown out <laughs> of this <laughs> Faulty craftsmanship, it looks like to me, as he kind of knocks on it with his cane. Absolutely not. It was bandits. Bandits? Yes. In these parts? In all parts. Huh. You haven't had any trouble with... Some crime around here? Mm, no. <laughs> I'd be surprised to know that you have worked in a mining town and don't know what dynamite looks like. As he points to the hole. Dynamite? Well, I've never seen such things up close. I don't know if you could tell just by looking at me. I'm not much of, a, of the mining type. Yeah, we can tell. I more um, take care of the bureaucratic side of things, making sure people have what they need. I'm going to kind of turn away from him, but just like ear to ear with like my mouth close to your ear. And I'm like, this guy's useless. Let's get rid of him. What, what do you mean get rid of him? He's useless. Let's get rid of him. He doesn't know anything. He's probably in on it. He's probably corrupt. Let's well, get out of here. <laughs> we don't need him. Okay, well. Listen. We don't know No politeness. That. We don't, we don't have time we for this. Let's just go to, the, let's just go to the saloon and just okay. have a drink. Yeah. Ditch him. He, he, yeah, uh, John looks at all the people in town who look terribly, like, pathetic and sad and, like, like, there's, like, shit on them and, like, missing shoes and just, like, gaunt. And he's like, yes, you appear to be taking a wonderful job of your people. Why don't we meet you at your office, uh, say, in 30 minutes? Uh, well, I don't know if I'll be quite in the office. I have many mayoral things to do around town. I'm, I'm sure I'll run into you again. He doesn't even work, Wonderful. See? Where, where, where do you need to go now? Where do I need to go now? Yes, you said you're very busy. Not quite. Well, I need to check in at the hotel. Why don't you go there? I'll tell you what, Billy. Can I call you Billy? Nah, if you must. <laughs> okay, thanks, Billy. Could you help us get a couple rooms? We, we're going to need to stay for the night. We're going to be here for a while. Well, that would not be up to me. That would be up to the owner of the 
hotel. But well, again, you you asked oh, if there's yeah. something you could do for us. This is something you could do for us. Please you know what, and thank you. I'll go see. Let me see what Just I can do. Anyway, there's any must, vacancies. Of course, I must be going now. Uh, toodaloo. Bye. And he bounds off back into town. Oh, thank God. Okay, he's useless. Let's not talk to him anymore. Ever again. Well, maybe he is. Maybe he isn't. He says there's no crime in this town. He's lying. I could see it on him. Well, or maybe he's All just, over him. Maybe he's it, will, willful ignorance. I don't think That's so. That's the thing. I don't believe him. All right, let's go to the saloon. Let's get the real truth, the real story about this place. Somebody in there. Great, I need something. a drink and I'm okay. going to start marching yeah. down. Let's go. All right, so you walk over towards the saloon. And swinging in front is a sign that says Iron Sights Saloon, but spelled S-I-G-H-T-S instead of S-I-T-E-S. And the sign has two pistols crossed at the barrel, swinging in front. A wave of cigar smoke singes your nostrils the moment you push through the swinging doors of the saloon. An out-of-tune piano is croaking out a selection of ragtime melodies that fills the air, along with numerous conversations being had at the circular tables strewn throughout the establishment. Behind the long oak bar that stretches almost the length of the building, a bartender idly wipes shot glasses with a frayed, stained handkerchief. The feeling in the air is stale, almost rancid, and it seems the entire world comes to stop as every single patron's attention simultaneously turned towards you. Uh, Howdy, y'all. Just going to go on over here to the bar. Kind of tip my hat to everyone as I kind of just gruffly walk walk through. As Daisy walks in and says all that, he walks by her and just goes, let's do the usual. As he walks by her, pretending like he doesn't know her and goes and sits at the bar. Yeah, I'm I'm falling up. I'm going to walk by the piano and just kind of like play a few notes. Like, (laughs) sounds sounds a bit out of tune. Might want to check that. The... Pianist just shoots you a really nasty look. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna flip him a like a silver piece. Oh yeah, what's the money here? <laughs> silver, silver piece. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, that works. Silver. I mean, silver is like yeah. yeah. That was kind of yeah. Okay. Um, he gives you a uh, a cocked look and sort of shakes his head and then goes back to you have the good work playing. <laughs> so you're all sitting at the bar now. Yeah. Yeah. I, Although I'm not sitting next to Daisy. I, yeah, there's like ha- a space in between us. I like that. That's kind of how we get our like lay of the land as we kind of take different corners and yeah. start. Also, that way if one room. of us fucks up, we can like yeah. feign ignorance to, I don't know who that person is. We're working <laughs> the room right now. Okay. Um, bartender still, just if you're are you saying anything to him, he's yeah, just going to be. Yeah, I'll go up to him and be okay. like, hey, how you doing? Uh, doing well. Uh, what'll it be, stranger? Uh, what's your finest whiskey? Uh, this one? And he just turns around and just grabs one of the only bottles he has on the shelf and puts it on the bar table. Great. I'll have whatever's less than that. Like the less, the lower tier than that. <laughs> are you Are you sure? You, I don't know if you want less than that. That's the best? You got nothing else that's like maybe just a little cheaper? Well, we do. Are you sure you want it? Well, what is it? Oh, it's whiskey. You don't seem so sure. Well, I mean, technically it's whiskey. Okay, uh, never mind. That sounds weird. Uh, I'll have the best stuff. Okay. He pours a shot and slides over the bar table to you. I take it and take it down. Okay. All right. You're right. That was pretty good. 
He was? Yeah. Okay. Well, good. So, uh, how's business? Oh, fine. 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 It looks pretty busy in here. This this normal? Yeah, I'd say this is about normal. Got okay, a normal great. patronage in here, I think. Now I'm going to kind of look around, and then I'm going to lower my hat and get closer to him, and I'm be like, all right, now tell me about the crime. <laughs> <laughs> His eyes are gonna widen. Mm-hmm. Uh, ain't no crime around here, he says loudly. Of course, of course. Now tell me about the not any crime. Look, wink, look wink. here, I ain't looking for no trouble. No, no, of course not. We're looking here to fix the trouble. Well, there ain't, ain't no trouble. Ain't no trouble in here to fix. <clears throat> okay, who can I talk to that might, you know, give me some real information? Uh, he's his eyes glance around the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don't be shy. Ain't no one. Ain't no one here. To, ain't no one. Ain't no one's here is going to want to talk to you, regulator. As he starts starts to posture a little bit now. Oh, okay. Now when he down. says regulator, Rambork looks around the room to see who pops. Who pops up? Who who responds in any way, shape, or form? The whole bar is still staring all of you down. But does anybody have any difference of anything? Is there any? No is, there one, is there one person in there who starts to reach for their pistol, or you know, has you know any any extra response? Roll a roll a perception check for me. That is a two. Ooh, plus seven for a nine. A nine. Okay. Yeah. You <laughs> still <a> two. <laughs> you. Okay, so you can see that bandana's around his eyes. He pulls it up. <laughs> There's someone who's not reacting at all or paying any attention to you. That's something. Okay. Okay. So that's the one thing different. The one thing different is there's one person who's just just not paying any attention to you. All right. Seems to be in their own work. All right. All right. Easy now. We don't need to get all in a huff. Okay. Just asking a few questions. Just here to help. Mm -hmm. Don't you want me to help? I mean, maybe. Okay. Well, then let me help you. Tell me what to do, who to talk to. To get some help. Well, don't be scared. Bartender leans in. That's the thing. I don't know who you can talk to to help. We don't even know where these, we don't even know where these people are coming from. Okay. All right. You just, you just act natural. Uh Uh-huh. He starts like wiping four shot glasses now at once. You just, you just give me a little, give me a little nod at someone who needs, who needs to be removed from this salon. He's going to look at, over at John and Jasper and give them a nod and kind of look back at you. Okay, well, maybe not them. Another one. Give me one other one. Uh, his, Is there any real bad eggs in here? His eyes just start... Just not, stinking not up the right place? Now, not right now, no. It, I think they come from... They come from their secret hideout. A secret hideout? <laughs> yeah. Ooh, okay, okay. All right, act natural. Act natural. Okay, okay. Okay. Now, this secret hideout. It may it be a barn. Well, here's the thing about a secret hideout. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't tell you. Okay, cause I, you know it's a secret. Okay, shh, 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 shh. quiet. It's a secret. Remember? So, just <laughs> if you if you hear anything, mm-hmm. if you if you have any clues uh-huh. on this secret hideout, yeah. I want you to try to get it to me in some way. Okay, so if I come in here and order a drink, maybe you can slip a little note. In the drink, and I'll just. So you're asking me, just a bartender of a rundown little town, to be like what a spy? Uh, no, 
I'm asking you to look out for your own, for your town. You're you're all heroes here, you know, not just us. Okay. Okay, yeah, I can. You're I can, capable I, of that. I, 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 that. I believe in you. What's your name? My name's Ike. Ike. Okay. It's nice to meet you, Ike. You're going to do great things. I believe in you. Okay? Uh, okay. I'm going to I'm going to lean into <laughs> lean into her say, "Money probably talks around here." Does money talk around here? Oh. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk he's, away. He's gonna he's gonna turn around at this point and start arranging the whiskey bottles. Bartenders in every single <laughs> Western are always nervous. Always. Yeah, they're okay. always they're always just they're oh I don't want in trouble me. now, you Mister. Just, just don't shoot up my place, please. <laughs> just a lot of <laughs> booze know, on these walls. Pretty much, yeah. You'd think they would stop putting it within gunshot. You put it under the bar. Right. They always put it where it can explode. Or just have a lot of corks to be able to like ping, 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 ping in all the holes. Yeah, you would think at some point they'd be like, we should really not put this on display. Yeah, yeah. Our yeah. whole, our, the whole way we make money, it's such a breakable, such a fragile item. <laughs> well, and on top of that, like, it must have been, because you think about the old saloons, like they always had that big mirror, you know, behind the bar. And then like glass was hard to make back then. Like when you think about a shootout and a bar gets destroyed and then they're like, oh, my bar. It must be like. I'm going to go hang myself. My entire livelihood is completely ruined. It's all gone. All right. So I'm going to turn away from him. Um, where is John? Uh, does this bar have two um, stories? Is it nope. Like the, nope. It's not the classic like upstairs kind of situation. One story. All right. Uh, he has repositioned himself to be closer to the guy who wasn't responding at all to see if he can see what he's working on. He seems to be writing. Okay. And muttering to himself. Can I hear what he's muttering? Roll perception check. That is a 15? Yes, 15. Okay, you hear him in a, in a gruff voice. Un, unnatural. 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 Factual? No, no. Mm. He's trying to make something rhyme or something. Yeah, okay. Um, I immediately lose interest in that. <laughs> that doesn't seem easy. Is, yeah, whatever. Okay. Um, what are the rest of the patrons doing inside the bar? Like, just, just kind of talking. Is there any, like, card games or anything going on? No, everyone's just drinking. Everyone's just drinking. Yeah. What time of day is it? What time of day is it? Mm-hmm. Noon. Noon. Okay. Yeah. Is it high noon? Is it? Not yet. <laughs> it's low noon. It's low noon. It's low noon. Okay. I'm going to walk up to or try to get the barkeep's attention again and say, uh, well, I mean, she didn't let me say, can I get a drink as well? And also, could you fill up my flask? Uh, sure, stranger. Thank of course. you. Thank you. He's going to throw a, a slide a shot glass down to you. I'm going to kind of fumble it a little bit. <laughs> Take your flask and fill it up. Oh, thank you. What do I owe you? Uh, 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 one silver. All right. I'm going to, you know, flick it to him and say, what do people do for work around here? Well, mostly just the mine. Uh, some huh? people work over at the at the hotel. Some people have businesses. How's how's the mine doing? Oh, not so good. It's it's run pretty dry. Hmm. Who uh, runs the mine up there? Uh, well, it belongs to the town, so I guess I guess the mayor would run it. Huh. Okay. How much silver do you think we have on hand? Uh, I, you're not rich by any means. So I'd say maybe 10 silver each. We probably have 10 silver each. Yeah. So I'm okay. down too. <laughs> yeah. So John, you being close, getting close to the, 
the guy who's writing, mm-hmm. he's going to, he rolled a perception check and saw you sort of mm-hmm. sneaking over because you weren't really trying to be stealthy. It didn't sound like. So he's going to say. I mean, I, I was, but it, it, I mean, he, he wasn't like hiding okay, behind yeah. the piano, but he was just kind of yeah. leaning up against a wall. He's going to turn. Uh, hey, partner. Yeah. You know anything that rhymes with unnatural? No. Yeah. That's what I have problems with, too. What about your friends? You know anything that rhymes with unnatural? Hmm. Supernatural? Supernatural could work. Okay. Write that down. All right. You got anything? Uh, what did you say again? Supernatural. Oh, that was mine. Darn it. Um, John Rambork has an idea. He walks over to um, Daisy and, uh, and Jasper and goes, uh, Back in the military, they used to say that loose lips sink ships. So how much to uh, buy everybody a, a round of shots for the bar? Uh, well, let's see. There's five, six pickup sticks, seven, <laughs> a t- uh, ten silver. There's ten people in here and... You want to pay that Silver piece. I guess, yeah. I got to tell you though, partner, uh, I ain't going to tell you nothing. Don't waste our money on that. These people can feed themselves, drink themselves. Yeah, I was hoping to get them drunk enough to react. We ain't got the kind of money to get these people drunk. Well, I can always Maybe get him. more. Well, I, I, I've been the one paying out the most. Yeah. So I, I guess we have to keep enough money in order to feed his addiction. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to turn back to the guy. He's like, I'm like, what you working on over there, by the way? Who are you talking to? The the guy who just asked us to give him some rhymes. Oh, okay, rhymes. okay. Uh, are you close to him or are you just yelling I at him get, from the I bar? I guess we kind of, I worked my way back over to wherever okay. John was and seeing him engage with him, I'm going to. Yeah, he's going to look up from uh, from his work. Well, I'm working on my, uh, well, trying to work on my next piece. Finding this one a little bit more difficult than normal. Your next Peace? Like, wh- what do you mean? Oh, well, I'm a poet. Oh. What? What's that? You, you've <laughs> never heard the sweet words of poetry? Uh, nope. Have What's, a seat here, little lady. All right. Pleasure to meet you. And he's going to stick his hand out. Yes. Shake it. My name's Bart Parchment, and I'm the High Plains Poet. Bart Parchment, you say? Bart Parchment. Bart Parchment, High Plains Poet. Pleasure to make your acquaintance. How long you, uh, how long you been around here, Bart? Well, I've been around here a long time. Long time. See, many things. Many things beautiful. Many things amazing. Many things you wouldn't believe if I told you. Try us. Mm, I don't know you folks enough yet to know that, but. So what, tell what us? kind of poet stuff do you do? Well, cowboy poetry, of course. <laughs> oh. So like a story or? Well, like a poem. Okay. Get, can you give us a little? A little sample? Of course I can. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't have to. We can just, you know what? I don't think there's anything <clears throat> no, worth no, no, no. talking to this guy for. All right. This was one of my favorites. It's called Ode to the Cowboy. All right. Home on the range, a hat in his head. Hunting game to keep his belly fed. Rustling cattle. Stoking a fire. These are the things a cowboy desires. 
roping and riding and yeeing and hawing. There's work that needs doing, tobacco needs chawing. Early to bed and early to rise. But wait, what's that looking at me in the darkness? Eyes? Two shining orbs, yellow and reflective, looking mighty hungry from my perspective. Nothing I know stays up that late, not a duck, not a cat, not a cow nor a snake. The hairs on my neck stand up straight, and my stomach feels like I swallowed a heavy weight. I want to shout, who goes there? But I dare not inquire, because I know in my heart, it's a goddamn vampire. <laughs> Stalking the plains, looking for his next meal, so I reach down quickly and brandish my steel. Three shots ring out, bang, boom, bang, and I swear to the good Lord above, he smiled and I saw fangs. I was sure I hit him. I'm a dead eye shot. But when I investigated, there was no blood, not even a drop. When I reported my encounter, not a soul believed my running with the undead was not well received. I was laughed at, mocked, almost shamed out of town. But this is when a cowboy's heart doubles down. So now I hunt, looking for my proof that it wasn't just a trick of the mind or some kind of spoof. One day I'll find it and I'll show them all before it's too late. And we become his thralls. That was Ode to a Cowboy. So, wow. so as, <laughs> as John claps, just you're clearly trying to tell us something here, right? Um, no, what? I'm not speaking from oh. <laughs> Rambo's perspective. Uh, he has, being a, having one level in Rogue, he has Thieves Can't. So was that guy trying to tell him something? Uh, Everything that just said? Nope. He doesn't det- detect a secret message in there. Nope. <laughs> really yep <laughs> that was beautiful oh, that's thank you. poetry that's, wow. that's one of my favorites yeah. I, I, so he I, really okay a little tear in my eye that's thank so you, nice thank you, yeah. wow Vamp- you're really good vampires that was a spooky one no one believes me I saw a vampire wait so this is true well, well that was a recounting of an encounter I had with a vampire oh I thought it was just like a little story you just wrote for like children or something so you just like shot at it and then it ran away. Apparently. When was this? Huh. Mm, about a few months back. So are all your poetry stuff, are, are all of them about vampires? No. Give us another one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this one's called Backyard Barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> this is more of a limerick I wrote. Okay. I like to do different types of styles. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I like Remlicks. (laughs) There once was a cowboy in jail (laughs) who broke out and blazed his own trail. To a graveyard he fled and got bit by the undead and devoured (laughs) a farmer's and trails. Wait, so that- That was called backyard barbecue. That's still about a vampire, I think. No. Undead. That was about a ghoul. Taking a bite? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. (laughs) That's more about a zombie than anything. So you've seen a vampire and a zombie. Uh, yeah. These are, this is stuff that's happening to you like mm-hmm. in town here on mm-hmm. a regular basis. No one else has seen it, but I know I have. Uh huh. Do you have any about werewolves? I got one close to where <laughs> you, yeah, I got one that you might think. I'll get to that one. I'll get to that one last. I also wrote myself a haiku. Oh, a haiku. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Wow. This, I'm mm-hmm. learning so much. <laughs> this one's called. Is that some of that fancy foreign talk? Yeah. yeah. This one's called Lost It All. Used to have nice spurs. Now I got nothing but boots. Gelatinous cube. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Screw Tostino. I just want to talk to this guy. Oh, <laughs> man. That's funny. Oh, my God. Were you trying to make Rust Monster work and it just wasn't enough syllables? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. What's a, what's a Rust Monster? <laughs> you you so don't want to know. So you found, you ran into a vampire, mm-hmm. a ghoul, mm-hmm. and a gelatinous cube. Correct. Wow. Okay. That's a lot. Anyone else in town encounter these? No, he keeps just saying, you. he keeps just saying me. just him. Wow. I don't know if I'm lucky or unlucky. Seems like, I guess, lucky because you're still here. And I guess that's true. And unlucky because. You're really scared. What, what the hell's with you? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to figure that out. What's his race? He's a human. Okay. I was like, well, if he's, if he's a halfling, he has the lucky feet. Okay, yeah. Bart, you said you had one more for us? or Well, I'm going to have a few more. You, got a few more? you sure want to hear them? Maybe, I, I'm loving maybe, it. Maybe what we else? can save some for later, huh? I, I do think it would be a good idea to save some for, for later. You don't want to know about all of the monsters in this terrible town that he's encountered? Oh, I know I do, but I think it would be better for the podcast if we spread them out. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to see me again, so yeah, I think okay. we should if you want your feel, you might want to get it now. Oh, well, in that case, yeah, he's holding all the papers right now. I'm going to so. plop down and put my feet up and put my hat over my eyes and like, all right. This one's called My Little Lady. Oh. Might not compare you to a hot summer day. Your curves roll round and round like a tumbleweed. Mm-hmm. You smell like a dew of cactus in May, which I bet you're worth more than my most prized steed. Every inch of you protected like a precious jewel, covered in linen from your bosom to your toes. When the sun sets and the temp's nice and cool, your body awakens and off it goes. Your hands push open the stone where you rest. <laughs> And you come out with a grunt and a groan. The quiet desert town just ahead of the west sleeps soundly while you ramble towards them unknown. As you limp towards the humans to spread your disease, they scream, ah, help us. It's a mummy. Ah, we're all going to die as they beg on their knees. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, so that's a mummy. That was called sure. My Little Lady. My Little Lady Mummy. Okay, so was that your actual... Uh, your your wife, perhaps? Oh, it was someone I was just seeing for a time. Okay, got it. And then they got mummified. Well, I think they were always mummified. You, you were seeing dating a, mu- a mummy? <laughs> I think I was dating a mummy. And you didn't know? <laughs> Not until it was too late. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, every cowboy loves their mummy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Okay, okay. You mentioned something about a werewolf? Yeah. I think- well, I got one that's close to that. Okay. This is another one where I dabble in different kind of style. This is more of a, a slam poetry. Were you oh, da- slam were, poetry. Were you dating a werewolf? Not necessarily. Were you slamming a werewolf? <laughs> slamming? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> this one's called A Lover's Quarrel. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> you seen me. Our eyes met. The nut I was struck was the day I quit being... Just a cowboy to you, a human seeing, nothing more. I will not be denied, ferocious, wide-eyed, ravenous, bloodthirsty for grass. First he said it's over, draw, rover, claw, partner, another breath, another death, the moon full. Your eyes stricken, fur thicken, canine sharpen. You gasp. Get away from me, you cried. Your words hurt like silver. It rips my core when you're unfamiliar. I could be your familiar, not your cowboy, 
but your cow man. Ow! Ah, moo! What do you think about that one? It's a little more experimental than the rest. Yeah, okay. Wait. Uh, that one's about a were cow. That was about, yeah, that's correct. It's about yeah. a okay. Make sure it's about a were cow. Okay. Well, that's about all the poems I have written, so. All Wait, right. so you were working on a new one, though, with, with a, a natural? Yeah, I'm still, still working on that. I can't show you that one yet. Could you just tell us what monster it is that you encounter? Well, that would just give away the goat now, wouldn't it? Is it a oh, goat? goat. Oh. <laughs> Dang. Okay. Um, it was well, a goat man. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Satire, I think they're called. Is that what it is? Not satire. Sater. 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 That's the one. Okay. Yeah. Those are pretty yeah. terrible. Yeah. Um, Black eyes. Mm-hmm. They scream. Scream. Uh, I think satyrs were actually like a, a benevolent, pleasant race of people. Well, <laughs> not this one. There's also just <laughs> not a, like not aware goat people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, thank you for sharing all of that with us. Um, okay. So now that we've heard all that, hey, you know, while we got you here, do you know anything about the bandits in town? Yeah. Is he there- says that loud enough for everyone to hear him just be like, I just need something. <laughs> I don't care if it starts a bar fight or what. I just need somebody to know that we're looking around for him. Oh, yeah, of course. Awesome. What can you tell us? Well, they're called the Dusty Bottom Boys. Dusty Bottom That is a stupid name. I didn't name them. Hey, what can you tell us about the Dusty Bottom Boys? Well, they're always covered in dust. That's how you can tell who they are. Don't know why, but it's just sort of their MO, I guess. And what are they up to? What are they after here? They really, they just sort of take what they want from the town, from the people. They feel like it feels like they think they can run this town. They can't. Not when there are vampires about. Okay, yeah, sure. The vampires. Anyway. Yeah. Who who is like the leader of this gang? Do you know? There's like a head honcho. Never seen him. Always bringing around their their little lackeys and henchmen. Just coming to town causing trouble. Where do they seem to hang out? Where do you do you know where they all over reside? Nope. Ram Rambork looks around. Is anyone covered in dust? Not that you can tell. All right. Just as you say that. <laughs> what dust comes in? Saloon doors pound open. And a man walks in wearing brown leather armor, dusty boots, dusty gloves, dusty hat, caked in dust. And he walks up to the bartender, leans over, and Ike turns around and his, again, you see fear in his eyes. Hey, Ike, so I heard that a uh, couple of regulators floated in the town. Uh, I, I didn't hear anything like, like that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my hand and say, I'm your Huckleberry. He's going to whip around. Well, la dee da, looky what we have here. People thinking they could just come into town and change the way things are running just fine. I don't think you know who you're messing with, friend. He's going to start walking up to you. All right, I'm not moving. I'm just still sitting. Mm-hmm. You scared? Uh, no. Well, you should, should be. be? Oh, oh, absolutely. Oh. Okay, well. Can't you tell? I'm terrified. Yeah, you look it. Mm-hmm. What's your name there, stranger? Doesn't matter what my name is. I think you might be too stupid to be afraid when you know that death's staring you in the eyes. 
Is that so? I reckon. That's what it looks yeah. like to me. Well, there's one of you and three of me. So, you like those odds? He looks around again and says, Friend, I, maybe you are too stupid to be afraid. There's only one of you. Yeah. Uh, Ram- Rambork has has uh, moved out of his line of vision into the corner, and he's uh, he's uh, sitting at a table. So is Daisy. I've got my hat down. I'm just yep. just ready. And he um and he has uh his his combat knife stabbed in the table, and he goes, "If you're interested in finding out who the other two are, I got a proposition for you, stranger." He's gonna turn. Oh well, I guess there are more of you. Why don't you have a seat? I want to play a little game. Well, I'm not much into playing games, friend. Ah, so you're a yeller. Would you say? I said you don't want to play my game because you're a yeller. Ain't nobody calls me yeller. You understand me? And he's going to move his hand towards his pistol. In his holster. Um, and every one of the patrons ducks down, sensing they can kind of feel something coming. He's not pulling on you, but he's posturing. I didn't say I wanted to fight. I said I wanted to play a game. He's going to look around to the two of you and seeing he's outnumbered at this point, take a few steps back from the bar. I got a game for you. As long as you're not yelling. Why don't you come see me and my friends right around the corner at the OK Doke Corral? <laughs> we'll see who's scared them, friend. But let me tell you, if you were smart, you wouldn't come. You'd hightail it out of town just as quickly as you blew in. Adios. <laughs> He's going to back out of, out of the bar. I look, over, I look over at Daisy and Jasper. Or should I just kill him? I mean... I can just kill him right here. He's, we got to find out where their hideout is. This is the best way. This well, is the biggest lead we got. He just told us where the rest of them are. I can just kill well, them. Then there's one well, left. He didn't, he didn't say it's the rest of them. It's just a group of them. I mean, there's probably more than that. So we should go take care of them and get one of them to talk. I look back. The doors are swinging. Ah, shit. I should have just killed them. No, no. We need to find the rest of them. We do need a little more information before we start killing everybody. I know, I know. My hand was twitching too. I wanted to get, oh, I wanted to shoot him right in the head. Right she, in the she, head. She wasn't really one. I was I, oh, I wanted to I get him. I was going to do this fun thing where I was going to do that game where you put your hand on the table. I was wondering, was that the game <laughs> yeah, you were going to yeah. try? Yeah, and then when oh. he sat down, I was just going to stab him in the neck. Five, five finger fillet. Yeah. <laughs> but I was, when he, as soon as he put his hand down, I was going to put one in his hand and the other one in the neck. <laughs> I have a few knives on me. <laughs> I have multiple knives. You know I do. What? You know what, John? We'll get we'll get you to that game. Okay, uh, I yeah, want yeah. I want to see that. That sounds. Really I've been fun. thinking about it for a while. The poetry love, got me feeling really inspirational. I love it. I love the creativity. Okay, let's. Okay, fine. We'll go kill them all then. We'll go kill them all. We're gonna get them all. We don't want to let any one of them get away and start, you know, rallying or whatever. So let's go. I guess to that. What's it called again? The OK Doke. The OK Doke Corral. All right. Howdy, everyone. It's your favorite uh, uh, Halloween DM, Matt. 
We really hope you are enjoying the first episode of Tall Tales, our mini, our mini arc, our mini campaign for Halloween this year. Now, why are we doing a full, a mini, oh, I keep saying full, it's not really full. Why are we doing more than one episode? Well, as I explained in the last episode, in case you missed it, Jake, who just recently moved down to LA, just had too much going on, getting his new job started, getting settled in there. He wasn't able to make it up for us to record this month. So we, uh, you know, we figured, you know what? I usually do something anyways for the holidays. Let's just kind of extend it, I guess, and make it its own little thing. And so you're going to have, okay, so last episode, I kind of lied a little bit where I said there's going to be four episodes and it's going to finish on Halloween. There's actually going to be five episodes. When we started recording everything, we were just having so much fun uh, goofing around and having a good time that it went way longer than we expected. And instead of making the episodes extra long to make it happen, we just kept it. You know what? Screw it. We're going to make it five episodes. So now you get one extra one bonus episode than previously thought. You're welcome. Happy Halloween. That was my trick that I tricked you thinking it was four. But my treat is that it's actually five now, how can you help this podcast keep creating content and fun little campaigns like this? Well, there's a couple things you can do. First, subscribe, rate, and review to our podcast wherever you get our podcast from. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever podcast you're listening on, we're obviously on it. So go there, leave a five-star review, and leave a nice little write-up about why you like the podcast so people who are browsing who come across it can see that actual people like it since it's not just our friends and family giving us five stars because they love us so much. Second thing you do is follow us on all of our social media platforms. You can find us on Twitter at New Crits and on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at New Crits on the block. We are always posting content, behind the scenes footage. I don't, I think we got some content for this episode and, and a couple of the next ones, but we were having so much fun and we just kind of lost track of time. So we'll see what comes up. But if you want to see if we do have, ooh, that's a good little teaser. Do we have behind the scenes footage of this? I don't know. We do one way to find out. Follow us on our social media platforms. The other thing you could do to help us there is share our content to your social medias as well. Share them on Facebook if you have Facebook. Share them on Instagram. Repost them on TikTok or tag people that you think might enjoy the show. We're only growing by word of mouth right now. So if you could help us do that, it would seriously mean the world to us. One of the ways you like to give back to our amazing fans is we have our own New Crits Discord for all things New Crits, but not all things New Crits. Of course, you can come in and talk to the cast to like-minded fans. They are all amazing, but we also have channels in there for other things too, like your own Dungeons and Dragons adventures or your pets or your kids or whatever else you want to talk about. We leave it kind of open-ended for everything. We have cultivated this really safe, inclusive space over the last few years, and we're so happy with the community that we have cultivated. I know I've said it already, but I'm saying I'm, I'm doubling up on the cultivation and you can't stop me. So, but we are, we're really proud. We're really proud of the cultivation that we have on that set of three times. Don't carry. Yes. That's called a Turkey baby. Uh, but pretty apropos for uh, Thanksgiving coming up. Anyways, I digress. Join us on our discord. We'd love to have you in there. Now you might be thinking, well, Matt, I want to help you do all these things, but how do I get to all the places you just mentioned? Well, from our link tree, of course, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Newcrits on the block. We'll get you to all the places that I mentioned and some places that I didn't have time to mention, like our merch store that has a lot of cool stuff on it. L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Newcrits on the block. It's your central hub for all things Newcrits. All right, everyone, let's get you back into this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. I really hope y'all are liking it. And if you are, hey, sound, I, I talked about the Discord. Sound off with the Discord. I want to hear what you guys think about the everything, about the players, uh, their characters that they came with, the DM. Obviously, I want to hear some stuff, what you guys think, but be real, okay? I want you to be honest. We, we just, uh, this was a big kind of <laughs> haymaker shot for us. We had a lot of fun, and we hope you are enjoying, too. 
As you know, we come out with new episodes every single Monday. That ain't stopping anytime soon. Let's get you back into this week's adventure. Thank you all so much for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Be excellent to each other. Stay safe out there. Bye. Bye. As you begin walking through town towards the corral, people on the street begin to enter the nearest door to them and barricade themselves inside, almost as though they can sense trouble coming. The streets get eerily quiet and empty, and as you round the final corner, you see four members of the Dusty Bottom Boys eagerly lingering, anticipating your arrival. The area is littered with barrels, stacks of hay, water troughs, and horse stables that line the perimeter. They see you start to walk up, well, look at who showed. Gotta tell you, I'm a bit surprised. Why's that? I didn't think you were dumb enough to come to death head on. And again, all four of them grab for their pistols. I grab for mine too. Like, we, we came to play, boys. Let's go. An eerie silence just is plastered over the corral where you are as both parties have their hands next to their holsters and nothing is happening at the moment. It's just a standoff to see who blinks first. All right, I'm holding. You know what I think? Fuck them. And he takes out a throwing knife and he whips out of the first guy that he can see. Everyone roll initiative. Daisy? Daisy got a 15. Okay. Jasper? Uh, Jasper got a nine. All right. John? John Rambork got a 13. All right. And the baddies, the Dusty Bottom Boys rolled a 10. All right. So, Daisy, you're going to be the one kicking the battle off here. Okay. Well, I actually am going to hold my action because I'm going to let my my esteemed colleagues get into position before I start firing. So okay. I'm going to so, delay. Right. But you have to, what, is the trigger, what is the trigger going to be and what is that action going to be? Uh, when someone pulls out a pistol to shoot because they're just they're just holding them right right now yeah it's it, we're everyone's kind of drawing right now okay so my action is going to be triggered after i guess john hits somebody okay and you're going to attack the one that john hits yes okay assuming that they're not dead <laughs> yes yes <laughs> okay then john and i believe it is your turn okay and how far away are they uh 30 feet okay so as John pulls out his um, throwing knife. He realizes that he has the jump on these guys. And he, um, I'm trying to remember how to do this with a completely different character than a paladin. Uh, he charges 30 feet. Okay. Um, gets up right in front of somebody as they're pulling out their knife just with, with just primal ferocity and speed. Um, and uh, he, he, uh, he slips that throwing knife back into his um, into his uh, belt. I don't know where he keeps them. Boot? Wherever. And pulls out his big ass hunting knife. Uh, enacts rage. And then reckless attacks the guy right in front of him. Okay. So with the way that I built this character, he is a level one rogue, level four barbarian. Um, this Because of this, he only gets one attack. But... He can sneak attack on anything he has advantage on. Yeah. And he has advantage on everything. Because <laughs> he has reckless because attack. Because he has reckless attack, okay. right? Um, so he is currently raging too. So okay. to hit. 
15 plus seven. Yes, that'll hit. Okay. So he does, his big ass knife is mechanically a rapier. So it's a 1d8. Okay. Um, and interestingly enough, you can sneak attack using any weapon that has the finesse property, mm-hmm. even if you're using it in a strength capacity. So, is it a d8? Yes, it is. That is a solid eight. And Oof. then for his sneak attack, he only gets one d6 for sneak attack. Five. Damn. So he actually also has a feat called Piercer that lets him re-roll a damage die that is piercing if he wishes to, but he does not. <laughs> I don't think you do. So I will not be doing that. Okay. Um, so that gives him a, 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 a eight plus five, 13 plus another four, 13, 17 plus another two from Rage. So 19 damage. Okay. As he stabs this man so there was somewhere. Yes, there is uh, in his skull. I would two, imagine the two closer ones that are going to be within about thirty feet are going to be the two pistoliers that were kind of up front. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ike, or excuse me, the the one who you saw come into the saloon being one of them. Yeah, there was a barbarian shirtless that has two hunting knives as well, mm-hmm. and then a another person flanking them who looks to be holding like a blunderbuss. Uh, so the guy who was smart mouthing, yeah, he was on the pistoliers. Yep, yeah, I stabbed him. Okay. Okay, you hit him for 18? Uh, 19. Okay, yeah, you you get him good. I mean, he buckles over, not does not go down, but you you sliced him up yeah. real good. It, pier- it pierces his leather armor straight into his gut, and he puts a hand on your shoulder to help keep him up almost. And he's like, Ugh! like that. Uh, then it is... So Daisy. Yes. So then it's my turn. So then it is your turn as he triggers his attack. So I'm going to say, good boy. And I'm going to go ahead and shoot with my pistol right behind him. You're going to shoot the guy. I currently have my knife in his gut. That was a one. Well, hold on. But I have advantage, right? You have advantage because I have the path of the wolf, which I've decided is path of the ram because he's Rambo. Cool. (laughs) Perfect. And what does that do? Anybody within five feet of me who is hostile towards me, anybody attacking them has advantage. Cool. Okay. Definitely need that. That is a two. Cool. Wow. Plus oh, nine. That's a miss. <laughs> no. So I that's think that's just one attack, though. Okay. So I get two attacks. Now, do you misfire? So with that two, your gun misfires. It, you go to click it, and you just—it's not going. Ah, fucking sunrise. All right, I'm gonna put that one down, and I'm gonna take my other one out and shoot with that one with advantage as well. Right? Yeah. Okay. 17 plus 9, much better. That'll do it, but roll again. And 11 plus 9. Okay. Okay, yeah, so that second gun you you pull out and you sidestep a little bit to go around where John is covering the Dusty Bottom Boy that Mm -hmm. is hanging literally on for dear life. And you pop a shot off that hits him on the other side of his gut. And John, you could feel his grip loosen on your shoulder as he looks up at you with eyes like, I can't believe this is happening to me. Crumples down to the ground. You don't as he, want as the damage? Sure, roll the damage. You, you're going to kill him. Ten. Yeah, you oh, kill yikes. him. Yeah. He, he was, I got he max was on that. hanging on. Perfect. As he's dying, I'm just, I just, you know, in regards to the game playing comment, I'm just like, game over. <laughs> okay. So it I got to do 80s uh-huh. kill punch. It. it is now the Dusty Bottom Boys' turn. The one with the knives is going to run around to get to Daisy mm-hmm. who because he, he wants to close that gap too uh, and he is going to does he trigger an attack of opportunity he doesn't me? he goes around he you. goes around you he okay. goes around he's not too dumb that's a one 
on his first, now his offhand, is a 17 straight. He is going to hit me that. With hits. That hits, okay. Yeah. I'm surprised he got you that offhand. Those are usually hard to hit. Well, yeah, it's a plus zero, and so he probably rolled a straight 17. Ooh, that's a six plus two, so eight damage. That stings a bit. Yeah, he's just going to take a slash at you. Uh, and the two pistoliers now are going to see their quote-unquote leader go down and take a few shots at John. Mm-hmm. 13 plus three is a 16? Nope. 19 plus three. That'll do it. Okay. And we'll just do both of them since they're both going to fire you. The second one did a 12 plus three, 15. Nope. 14 plus three, 17. Just, just hits me. Ooh, okay. He has a 15 and then with his plus two headband, a shield, he, uh, <laughs> he uh, has a 17 AC. It, and weirdly enough, the headband only works when he has, a, when he has a, 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 one of his hands free. It's crazy. He pulls his bow out. It stops working. They're both going to shoot you. Um, just again, just sort of nicking off your armor for 13 damage. No armor. He is completely shirtless. Oh, right. Well, I just and mean, uh, you said 13, 13 damage. So six because he is raging. Yes. Which keeps my rage going. Thank you. Yep. You're welcome. Yep. And then the guy with the blunderbuss is going to take a few steps forward as well. Yeah. yeah. Get into range of you. And I just look at him just yeah. bleeding. Yeah. He's. Going to take a shot at you. That is an 18 plus three. Mm-hmm. Okay. This one's going to hit. <sighs> I swear to God, Ben, look what I rolled. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> that's three sixes. <laughs> oh, my that's, God. That's straight. I didn't touch it. That's still only nine damage, though. No, I don't. Well, plus five. Oh, so. Because uh, that's a big. Sorry. So 18, 5, 23, so 11. Yeah. So the blunderbuss guy gets into this position and just, I mean, connects you almost point blank and just scatters his shot all across your body, which you just look down on and almost Wolverine style, you flex and the little, and the little pellets start going, <laughs> like po- popping out. And the guy looks terrified as he starts turning it upside down and, and, and putting in more black powder and trying to fill more buckshot into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love it. Uh, and Jasper, it is your turn. Okay. I'm going to move in on the guy that just shot uh, Rambork. Um, Which one? Three of them hit him. <laughs> I, now, I will say so that. There's there's, no, we killed one. Oh, he did so kill one. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's, there's a pistol ear. A pistol ear. One's uh, on her, yep. and there's two others. Now, I will him. say that she will have disadvantage if somebody is directly in front of her and she's trying to fire, right? So you'd be probably be best off. And he's the big. is the big boy come for me, or was that a shot? That was a dwarf. A, that was like the dwarf melee yeah, character so melee, with yeah. knives. So you would want to get for the go for the melee. I There's a melee assume. on our ranged. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm vulnerable at the moment. Okay. All right. I'm going to move towards one that slashed at Daisy then. Okay. Um, so I'm going to attack. I'm going to spend a Kai point or use a Kai point. Okay. I'm a monk. Key? Key? I think Kai. Key. I think it's Kai. Kai, Kai. I don't know. I've heard, I think it's Key, right? Is it? How's it spelled? K-I. How about a Kaye point? Yippee Kaye point. Oh, oh, very good. Yay. Yippee Kaye. A yippee Kaye point. Kai. Kaye. Okay. Well, I'm just saying you can call it a Yippee Kaye point. Okay, I'm going to spend a, a Kaye point. Cool. That's um, good. Very good. Matt, give yourself inspiration. <laughs> you don't he want that. Need <laughs> it. He doesn't need it. So I get two attacks usually. I'm going to spend one Kai point. One of my attacks will be Fury of Blows. Okay. I'm going to attack four times on this guy. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. So I'll, I'll roll for the hits. That's a nine total. Miss. Uh, 17. Hit. That is a 14. Hit. And that is a 10. Miss. Okay. So two hits. Ooh, six plus eight. Uh, that's 12 damage. Okay. 
Now, as a special ability, I have the open hand technique. Okay. Uh, which, whenever you hit one of your Fury of Blows attacks, you can impose one of the following effects on that target. I guess next time I'll declare which one, I guess, should be open hand. But anyway. Fine. Um, yeah, whenever you hit with a Fury of Blows attack, you can impose one of the following effects on that target. Fall prone as it fails a deck saving throw. It gets pushed 15 feet if it fails a strength saving throw. Or you can take a reaction until the end of your turn. Or, or can't take a reaction until the end of your turn. Okay. At the end of your next turn. Yeah. So you can make it so that if you make it lose its reaction, she can run away from it so that she can fire. Or you can knock it over. Or you can push it away. Yes. It's a strong character, so make a choice based upon Dex that. or... Dex. I mean, it'd probably be... Advent, I, yeah, or reaction. Either one. Now, the other thing is if you knock it over... If she shoots at it, she'll have disadvantage because things that are prone have disadvantage on ranged attacks. It will have disadvantage, not her. No, she'll have disadvantage against ob- creatures who are ranged and creatures who are prone. Oh, interesting. Yeah. If you knock something prone. No, I'm just gonna, it's just going to knock him prone. Uh, let's go dex 13. Okay. As a five plus three. Yikes. It is, is eight. So he gets knocked prone. Yep. Okay. So the the dwarven knife fighter, you hit him from behind, it sounded like. You were kind of coming up behind him. Oh, uh, well, I don't know exactly where we're standing, but yeah, sure. Yeah, all right. He takes a couple body blows, uh, which if, if you've ever watched boxing, your legs start to wobble and he just goes down in a heap. He's alive, but he's like holding his side. Being, oh! And now it's back to the top of the round, Daisy. So sorry, before we start, when you attacked me, you should have had advantage because I had reckless attacked. I, I hit you, though. I didn't miss. Two, two of the attacks I think you missed, right? Eh, we'll get them next time. <laughs> All right. Just, let's just remember that. Yes. Okay. I mean, you're not, that, that wouldn't have, you know, but yeah. I don't think it'd make it that big of a difference at this moment. Great. Daisy. Go ahead. Okay. So this guy's now f- down. In front of you. Yep. Okay. So I'm going to back up. Okay. From him. Which I think he could swipe at you. He will take a swipe at you at disadvantage as he is prone, but okay. he's he's wanting to try to get you as he goes away. It's an 18 plus and a 16 plus three, 19. Oh, he gets me. Yeah, okay. God damn it. That is a four plus two, six. Okay, still okay. your turn. So I'm backing up and I am going to action surge, which gives oh. me one additional action on okay. my turn. And I'm going to use that action to um, repair my gun. Yes, with my Tinker's Tools, which I have proficiency in. So it's plus three, and I need to roll a 10 or higher. Basically. 10 or higher. Okay. okay. So hit a seven. 11. All right. Okay. So I got it. So you have successfully unjammed your pistol. Yes. Okay. So that was one additional action. So now I still have my two, two attacks. So I'm going to now attack. And you're, who are you attacking? Huh? I am attacking Mr. Mr. Man in so front of So make me. it a disadvantage. Or if you wish to, anybody who's next to me, you get advantage on. Ooh. And he's on the ground, which means when and he stands you, up, he has to spend five feet of movement. Yeah, who do you have half his movement. with you right now? Uh, a pistol guy and a blunderbuss. And you said the blunderbuss was point blank range, right? Uh-huh. So he's within five feet. Yeah, he's way close. Okay, I'm going to go to him. And very scared I want to take. I want to take blunder out. Okay. Has he been hit? Nope. He has not been hit. Okay. He's going to be now. All right. Yeah. You- Fuck. Two. You got no, advantage. You got advantage. Five. Well, at least, it's a not a, at least it's not a misfire. Oh, my God. What is happening? Oh, seven. that's a seven. Okay. okay, but you get a seven damage. Seven plus nine. No, hold on. You get a plus damage. Plus nine. Okay, that will hit. 
and 19. Okay, one okay. hits. So my second gun is doing great. So five plus nine, would that hit? No. Okay, just curious. And I got a eight. Eight? Eight damage. Okay. So as he's trying to reload his, his blunderbuss, you fire a shot off at him, hits him in the shoulder, okay. and he sh- shakes it off and continues terrifyingly to reload his weapon, take his <laughs> next shot. Great. Uh, and now it is John's turn. Okay, very good. So he still has the, the, the knife in the guy's gut as he slinks down and he just starts sliding it up and out of him as it comes out of him. And as the guy's dying in front of him, he just says, this time I drew first blood. <laughs> <laughs> is that your turn? That was it. Okay. <laughs> That's all he does. Um, and then he turns to, you said blunderbuss guys right there and it's been yep. hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he, he, he reckless attacks and stabs him. Okay. 14 plus seven. Hit. Okay. Same deal. Okay, that is a five and a two. So for fun, I'm going to go ahead and re-roll that two because I have my piercer feet. I can re-roll any single uh, piercing damage die I wish. Okay. It's two again, so oh well. Okay. Uh, but hey, you know, I tried. Uh, so five, six, seven, plus another six. So 13, 13 damage. And that is just enough to drop this guy as well with the bullet already lodged in his shoulder. You, again, take your knife and just right into the point blank, looking him eye to eye in the face, just <laughs> shove give, that knife straight little, into him. Yeah. And, a little kiss too. Just, yeah, right, <laughs> and, and pull it out and turn your sights onto the pistoler who's starting to back up. Um, speaking of which, it is their turn. The pistoler is going to run as far as, f- away as he can. Um, <laughs> Fair. And continue running. He's gone. He sees how this is going, and he is booking it out of there. Okay. He's out. So he's dashing, gone. He goes around the corner. You lose sight of him. He gone. Okay. What? The, um, we don't get any sort of an opportunity on him? No, because no one's, no one's close Was enough. he within five feet of me when he ran? No. Okay. No. Fudge. So he was gone. I mean, uh, I can chase him, but... Yeah, and the dwarven knife fighter now kind of rolls on his back and drops his knives to the side and puts his hands back. End of combat. Yeah, is it my yeah, turn we're, to go? We're out of... No one is actively aggressive at this moment. So okay. yes, combat at this point has ended. Okay, I'm going to kick his knives away and just keep my gun pointed on him. Be like, you just stay right there. I ain't moving. Well, where'd the other one go? You got him? Which one? And I pointed to two <laughs> profusely bleeding corpses next no, to me. No, the other one. It ran away. You want me to go get him? I mean, shouldn't we? I can we don't go, get him. go get him. Well, well, maybe, well, we got one of them here. Let's just question this guy. We're going to let that one get away? I mean, I'll get him later. <sighs> All right. Well, let's tie him up. All right. So you get him up against a post, mm-hmm. put his hands behind his back, tie him up nice and tight. And he's just angrily looking up at all, all three of you. All right. And he walks up to him and he takes his own knife, right, from him. And he looks at it and he goes, this isn't a very good knife, but it'll do what needs to happen. And he puts it up against his throat and he starts just pushing it into his throat, like not slicing, but just like forcefully trying to like almost like a blunt object, just start collapsing whatever vital thing he's hitting in there as he starts pushing it shut. And he just goes, you wanted a war. I'll give you a war you won't even believe.
You you started laughing after Big Barn. Yes. <laughs> he wants to light that barn on fire. Nope. What do you want to do with that barn? I'm going to go see that barn at some point. Maybe. <laughs> None of you know? I don't know. What I, oh, you're all pathetic. Oh. Well, okay. 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 We're person who made a Rambo buildings, character like, who never saw a single so Rambo, Rambo movie. I tried to watch Rambo. I didn't have any time. Oh, boy. There's always time for There's Rambo. There's five of them now. Are there, I think there are more than that, aren't you there? You only see the one. Five? I thought there was the more. One. There's five now. And actually, interestingly enough, I was doing some quick research. Apparently, at the very start of the fifth one, they go into his like childhood. He grew up on a ranch. He was a cowboy. Well, there you go. Well, there you go. This is a Yeah, start. I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay, sure, perfect. That works. 